0: to where the white coats come off where we talk about every, all things pac all right so hey we today i am here with katie bean she is one of the founders of pre-pa clinic she's one of the podcast hosts of our podcast where the white coat comes off she's a mother of three she's a wife she's a physician assistant she has a doctor of medical science she's a world traveler she's a business owner i mean is there anything she can't do so this is an amazing um, person to have on this podcast and we're super, super excited to welcome her today. We're going to learn about her story. We're going to learn all the tips and tricks she has for pre-PA students, for PA students. We're going to talk about faith and we're going to talk about servitude and we're going to talk about transitioning from a student professional. So we're going to talk about all these amazing things. So stay tuned, okay? Well, welcome Katie. Hi, I'm so happy thank you for having me. Yes, we are so blessed to have you. You're such an exciting and amazing person, and you have so much wisdom to share with the world, and I'm super excited that um, we have you on today. Uh, So at first, just for the people that don't know you, give us a little bit about your
1: background. Like, who is Katie Bean underneath that white coat? Sure, so... Uh, I was raised in Texas, and then my dad owned a business, so we kind of traveled a lot growing up, uh, yes, which is actually where I got the travel bug. We landed in Florida, and um, I went to undergraduate at Florida State University. I majored in psychology and had a minor in bio, and I had no idea what a PA was until my senior year. And I had a lab partner who was like, why are, why are you trying for med school? Why not this PA thing? And I'm like, what's a PA? And uh, so that's when I first heard about the PA profession. So graduated from undergrad and then loved everything after researching the PA profession, loved everything about being a PA, knew that that's what I wanted to do. So I was accepted into a South College PA program, That's and that's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Moved up to Knoxville, met my incredible husband while I was here, and the rest is history. I love it. So, okay, so you are a gypsy
0: uh, when you are a kid, living in Texas, moving to Florida, did the Florida thing for college. So what made you choose to apply to South College in Tennessee? Because that's kind of different.
1: Sure. So Casper was, gosh, so new back when I applied. This was years and years and years (laughs) ago, totally dating myself. So I only applied to just a handful of schools, got interviews at all of them. And uh, to be quite frank, I hate chemistry. <laughs> hate <laughs> chemistry. you <to> biology major. <laughs> yes, and every... <laughs> single school I applied to other than South College in Knoxville, Tennessee required organic chem which I could not for the life of me like get through without withdrawing (laughs) like I just just don't understand chemistry like I can save you from a heart attack but don't ask me to do chemistry (laughs) I love it so uh, the first program to accept me that didn't require organic chem I was like I'm yours all the way (laughs) All right, so you checked up here, and then were you already in PA school when you met your now husband? Yes, Uh, so we met my didactic year, which was probably like six months into the program and we met actually at the dog park i love frenchies french bull dogs and always had a frenchie and i was at the dog park with my frenchie and he was running and for the ladies out there listening to this he was running without a shirt and he looked mighty fine and Uh, uh, this is her husband not the dog yes (laughs) (laughs) although my dog is really beautiful too (laughs) and uh he ran by me as i was walking my dog and said hey nice dog and i said hi. <laughs> Did you say it just like that? <laughs> just like that. And then he never came back up to me. So a few days later, in a totally different place, I was going into the gym and he was coming out of the gym and he's like, hey, aren't you that girl with the dog? And I'm like, hey, aren't you that guy who wasn't wearing a shirt? <laughs> and yeah, so we went out after that and had a great time and <laughs> had lots of fun. <laughs> I'm sure. rest is <laughs> <That's> history, right? <laughs> <That's> right.
0: <laughs> Okay, so I gotta ask. So, so many students have trouble with either long distance relationships, or we've even had students break up with their boyfriends, students break up with their fiancés. Like, it's really, really hard to have a relationship in PA school, and that's and most of these people come in right with the, already their their significant other. So, I mean, how are you able to, in the middle of didactic year where things are crazy busy, you're under a super lot of stress? How are you able to, like, give enough time to nurture a relationship and still be a person in addition to a student?
1: Gosh, it was so hard. So nobody can anticipate the intensity of PA school and how much information you have to learn and how much studying you have to do and how stressful it is to make the grades that you need to make, to learn what you need to learn, to not hurt anybody when you graduate. And so that takes up a massive amount of time, and you literally have no time for anything else other than pouring yourself into studying. But to keep a relationship alive and healthy and and you know thriving through that, we definitely had to be extremely intentional in our relationship. So setting aside, even if it was very small amounts of time, but setting aside very small you know, time for uh, just him and I and where I was totally focused on him and not distracted by my studies. Another great thing is my husband is absolutely amazing. And so whenever we were on breaks or whenever I would have one or two days off, uh, we would either go camping or we would go down to Florida to vacation at the beach. And he would drive the entire seven hours down to the beach while I studied, and he would buy, he bought me this, like, entire office setup for the passenger side of the car, (laughs) so I had, like, an actual (laughs) plug-in for my laptop, and I had internet and hotspot, and I had, like, you know, I was comfortable, and he made sure I had all my snacks and my drinks and, like, (laughs) traveling PA students. Yes, (laughs) yes. He made sure that that, you know, he made sure that I had the total setup so that I could study for seven hours and not be super stressed about, you know, going anywhere so that was that was super helpful to have a partner that you know understood how much stress that under and how much I really needed to focus on on uh, this program and, and to study that was that was absolutely huge and the other thing is that Esma and I are very faith-based so we are Jesus followers and keeping that as the first and foremost of our relationship absolutely kept us solidified.
0: Well, that's pretty impressive to start a new relationship in the middle of a hard school and, and to make it work. Right. Um, what, like, what was that conversation like? Like, hey, I'm Katie. I'm in a super intense graduate school. I don't have a lot of time for you, but I want to get to know you. I mean, like, how did you lay that out? Do you just like spill them or was it was just kind of slow?
1: I think it was kind of slow. I, I I don't think, you know, I think I was very straightforward as far as like, listen, I'm in a PA program. I have zero time. And I do remember when I had, you know, had really stressful weeks where he would come over and be like, well, let me just cook for you or, and do your dishes. And I'd be like, who is this person wanting, <laughs> wanting to help out in my private life? And, and so I was like, okay, that's fine. And, you know, thinking he had like, You know, maybe devious (laughs) motives. Yes, devious (laughs) motives. But he totally didn't. He let me do my studying. He let me focus, and he would, you know, do do the chores that need to be done around the house. So, so having a partner that was was just so, um, just caring and so um, uh, serving uh, was really helpful to to get through that. And and just being, you know, upfront saying, you know, saying that. I literally have zero time and I'm super stressed or especially like, you know, testing weeks, um, being very forward about that and and just letting him know that it was going to be a hell week and (laughs) I needed some space. And whenever I said that, he would you know graciously give me that.
0: So it sounds like it was just like communication was one of your big things. Like you just
1: were upfront. This is what I need. You know,
0: what do you need from me? And Yeah, kind of went with that. Absolutely. So, if 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 you have any tips for students who are either um, in relationships now in PA school or have a relationship and want to keep that during PA school, like, just what are some tips that you give them to try and nurture a healthy relationship when time, money, all that kind of thing?
1: So, just the top tips. So advice for the actual student would be to be intentional, that when you are together and that when you do have a little bit of time, that you are totally focused on them. You know, like, don't be distracted by your phone or social media or studying. Like, when you actually do have a few minutes, like, actually give all of your attention and all of yourself to a significant other. Um, and the other one is, of course, communication. Like, just letting them know, like, I have, like, literally 10 tests this week and my entire thesis is too. <laughs> so, so if I'm a little crabby, like, you know, please forgive me and let's move on. Um, for the partner who is not in PA school, my recommendation is that really dig in on, you know, Google or somewhere to, to kind of learn about PA school and know how intense it is. I mean, it is literally like, I mean, people say it all the time, but you really cannot reiterate it enough Uh, PA school is is so intense and it's so much information and um, the program, at least good programs, uh, put so much stress on you to succeed and to do well and to learn the material and it is a a beast. So to try to understand that the stress uh, that your partner is under and for at least that two and a half years, like do everything you can to serve that person even if you're not receiving anything back, just because it'll come back to you tenfold. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that part of your life with us. I think that sometimes students just
0: forget that like, yeah, you're a student, but you're also a person, right? You've got connections. Maybe it's family, maybe it's a significant other, maybe you're married, maybe you have kids. And so, you know, just having the expectation of like, Hey, you know, for the next 27 months or however long it is that like, I'm going to be busy, but I promise, you know, this is for us. I'm doing this for our life that we want and keeping their eye on the goal. So thank you so much for sharing that, that deep stuff with us. Cause we got to remember that, you know, we're, we're people too. We're not just students.
1: And that's such a great point. Like, if you and your partner can just keep dreaming about the future and the life that you want to have, that will help you get through those two and a half years. And I remember my husband and I would, like, dream, you know, we're, we're huge travelers. We love traveling all over the world. And I remember, like, having distinct conversations about, you know, like, where we would go once I graduated and all the things that we would experience and all the cultures we would visit and all the countries we would see. And that is definitely something that kept me going and was definitely part of my why uh, through getting through PA school.
0: Yeah, huge motivator to feel like this is going to change our lives. And, you know, the R part is, I think, also helps helps you guys, like, keep your relationship together and alive. So that's awesome. That's really, really good stuff. Let's change um, topics a little bit to talk about kind of your experience in PA school. Um, So what surprised you the most when you started PA school? Like, it was anything different than what, like, you had imagined it to be when you were applying?
1: Yeah, it was like way more intense, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like undergraduate, you know, you you know, you don't really have to study that hard, or you know, like you have, you get to cram the night before, and you do totally fine. You come out with like a hundred. free time. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could like you know go out and party at the, you know, the sorority or whatever. I remember she went to Florida so they yeah. all had a party. That's right. That's right. We were voted like fourth party school of the nation. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yes, top ten! <laughs> so you could totally get away with, you know, not studying and making really good grades and, you know, it was a good school uh, but in P.A. school that was not the case. Like literally every part of your being, every ounce of energy you had went to studying and I would stay up until, gosh, 4.30 in the morning, sleep for an hour, get up, study again before I had to go to class. Like, it was just so much studying, and and primarily because – you know, I wanted to succeed, of course. I'm extremely driven, but uh, also because I was terrified that I wouldn't learn this information and that I would graduate and patients, you know, would be in my care and I would make some devastating choice just due to lack of knowledge or ignorance or whatever it would be and somebody would have a poor outcome and this is somebody's, you know, mother or father or sister or brother or husband or wife or, you know, daughter, whatever, and uh, I was I was really terrified that I wouldn't learn everything and that I needed to learn to take care of people. So it was it was extremely stressful. I don't think I've ever been under that amount of stress in my entire life. Uh, since then, um, just because of how much information you have to learn in such a short amount of time.
0: Yeah. So that brings up a good point. So what you've kind of said is like, yeah, it was stressed because all this information. But the reason why is because you wanted to learn it to help others, right? And so that's the stressful part because, you know, anybody given enough time can learn information, but you were like, hey, you know, I don't want to miss something. I don't want to hurt somebody. So it comes from this place of wanting to help people. And I do think that's where a lot of people's stress comes from. It's like, literally, this is going to be my job. I want to do it well because people's lives are on the line. So you can understand why it's stressful. So what would some advice be for either um, people who are in PA school or about to start PA school? What advice would you give them?
1: So for people that are about to start PA school, all of your loved ones, all of your family, your parents, your best friends, everyone, you need to expect, <laughs> prepare them that you are going to be absent, that you're not going to be... Um, they're on weekends that you're not going to, to, to honestly be present just because you have, you're going to be studying. Um, you're going to be absorbing information. So just prepare them, and that way they're ready for what you're about to go through. For students that are actually in PA school, just keep doing as much as you can when you can. So every single day, do what you need to do to get through the next day. So don't get too overwhelmed, um, which is really hard not to do, but don't get too overwhelmed by looking too far into the future, but each day just take the steps that you need to take to get through the next day. And then just keep your eyes on the prize. Like if you if you wanna be a PA, you can be a PA. If you put in the effort and the time, you, you've you got it, you'll do it. Just, just keep your eyes on your goal. Great stuff. All right, so
0: now we know we're in the midst of COVID and we're not sure how long it's going to last. I don't think anybody expected it to kind of last as long. They've talked about vaccines. They've talked about shutting it down again. So lots and lots of stuff are changing. So in this COVID era, for people who are applying to PA school right now, these pre-PA students who want to get in, but they're having trouble getting showering hours, maybe they've lost their medical job or, or maybe they're taking classes online now or, or whatever, however it's impacted them. What advice would you give to these students who are thinking about applying or who are in the midst of applying through CASPA to keep going or give them advice on how to navigate? that
1: in this COVID era? Gosh, so this year has really, like, sucked, and (laughs) I just want to say to all the pre-PA students out there, like, I'm so sorry that you have had to experience this, because you haven't, you haven't gotten to experience everything that you, that you should have been able to experience to, you know, to go through this process, and, and I just, it's such, it's so unfortunate, However, that being said, you do have a slight a slight benefit because a lot of schools are waiving any requirements uh, like uh, patient hours or specified shadowing or even the GRE for a lot of programs just because of COVID. So you actually have an advantage in, in that part. The disadvantage to that, though, is that you don't, you know, you don't get to have actual, like, one-on-one patient experience or shadowing experience with PAs and that sort of thing. But there's a lot of new opportunities that are coming up with that. They're doing virtual shadowing. So you you still have a lot of opportunities. So my advice is to look for the silver lining in everything. I, I wholeheartedly believe that everything happens for a reason and everybody's path is their path for a reason. And you can make something positive literally out of anything. So... Just keep looking for opportunities, and when one presents itself, grab it and keep on keeping on.
0: I love that mindset. Keep the positive mindset, right? Look for opportunities instead of roadblocks, because that's exactly what you need to get you going. So instead of saying, hey, COVID is making this impact, okay, well, turn around positive. Well, now I don't need so many shadowing hours, right? Well, now I can take a lab online, and it can count. Well, now I have more time to study at home or have this. So I love that kind of looking trying to turn it positive because your mental game is going to be a big part, especially if you get an interview and, and you talk to people, etc., cetera, uh, on how you how you uh, do well in PA school. So uh, kind of one last thing now. So Dr. Katie Bean here. So you've been a clinician from everything from the ER to aesthetics. You've been a professor. You've gotten your doctorate. So what's next for Dr. Katie
1: Bean? Yeah, I actually let that out of my introduction. So um, I've been in emergency medicine for 10 years. I actually started out in correctional medicine, so I was working at a Few local jails, and there was never a dull moment. But it was a great mission field. I love working with the inmates; they were they were awesome to work with, and I saw so much there that I probably would not have seen otherwise. Sure. And then I've uh, worked in emergency medicine for the past ten years, and then have slowly kind of transitioned into aesthetics. I've always loved aesthetics, and and yeah, and then academia. I've been in academia for more than six years. So future is uh, started a business, of course, which I I love, 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 love helping students. And I can't even tell you how many pre-PA students I've talked to and and how much lack of information there is out there about what pre-PA students need to do to get into a PA program. So true. And I really think that's valuable, and I know that I would have loved it when, loved to have that sort of information when I was a pre-PA student, and and all the students that ha, are trying to get into PA school that I have helped since I've been on faculty at a PA program have been super appreciative of it, and it's helped them get into a PA program. So um, I love doing that. It lights me up. I love encouraging people. So of course, starting that business was just, you know, it was just, it was second nature. And then other things in the future is, uh, of course, travel. Yes. My husband and I are avid travelers. We love, 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 love traveling. I've been all over the world. And so, of course, that's going to be in our future, too, as soon as COVID is over and we're allowed to go, you know, anywhere. I love it. <laughs> first trip after COVID's over. over. Uh, Croatia,
0: Slovenia. Uh, amazing. All right. So how can we get in touch with you if people want to learn more about you?
1: Sure, so on Instagram it's at Pre PA Clinic. And then my personal Instagram to follow all of our travels and my crazy family is at Achley's A-T-C H L E Y S on the Move. <laughs> Facebook is Pre PA Clinic. And then website prepaclinic.com. And please reach out. I love connecting with people, especially if you love to travel, reach out. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being
0: on the podcast, Katie. So many great things happened today. We learned all about Katie being one of the founders of Pre-PA Clinic. Uh, We learned all about how to navigate relationships, especially a new relationship in school, how to serve each other, advice for PA students, advice for pre-PA students, um, advice about the PA profession in general. So thank you so much, Katie, for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Yay!